You're listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 65. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. Hi, pet business owners. I am very happy to say that I have a brand new mic that my wonderful husband got for me. So I hope it sounds even better than it has been sounding. And I am just really happy to be here with you today. I hope you're having a great week. I want to talk about a subject that a lot of pet business owners are coming to me with wanting to know how to deal with it. And that is the coronavirus. Now that may seem totally unrelated to pet business and running your pet business. But the thing is, a lot of pet business owners are being impacted by it because their clients are canceling trips last minute. Dog walking clients are working from home and then they don't need a dog walker. Some of the dog trainers that I'm coaching are having clients not wanting them to come to their home (laughs) for fear of spreading an illness or getting an illness. And so I want to talk about that today. Now, I am not somebody who likes to spread fear. I'm not into that at all in any way, shape, or form. And I really don't want to buy into the whole thing, uh, the panic around this that a lot of people and the news are really putting out there. But I do want 
you, you wonderful pet business owners, to begin to look at how you can prepare your pet business so that you are better able to handle emergencies as they arise, not just the coronavirus and how it may affect your business, but you know, if you get a sudden illness or if you experience a death in the family, oftentimes pet business owners are not prepared for that in any way, shape, or form. So I do want to talk about how to prepare for the coronavirus in terms of your pet business, but I want you to be thinking in the back of your mind that this is not just for this, it's for the future should an emergency arise for you or your staff members. So to think about it that way. So this has come close to home in terms of my husband was planning on speaking at a business conference last week. The conference got canceled just a couple days before the start date and his company was hosting the conference and they were canceled because they were really concerned about a large amount of people being together in one room and possibly getting each other infected with the coronavirus. Now, His company was quite large. They're willing to forego hundreds of thousands of dollars in non-refundable fees that were already paid to the hotel that was hosting the event and the catering service that they had already paid for, plus, of course, many other conference-related non-refundable fees, rather than put the conference attendees, including my husband, at risk. Now, the thing is, is that a large company like my husband's can withstand that kind of sudden financial loss, but most small businesses, including many pet businesses, can't survive sudden financial losses without adequate preparations. That's where this podcast episode comes in. I have five tips for you today on how to prepare your pet business for a possible sudden loss of business due to the coronavirus or another emergency that may arise for you. So the first tip is, I want to encourage you starting today to set aside as much money as you can possibly do to set aside in your savings account on a regular weekly basis. Now, for some of you, that may only be $50 that you can reasonably set aside. If so, do it. A lot of people don't set aside savings because they think, well, I can only set aside $25 a a week or $50 a week, even if it's just a very small, humble amount, it makes a difference and it will begin to help your brain feel like, ah, I have a little bit of a savings. I have a little bit of a cushion and that cushion will grow and grow and grow. So I want to encourage you to do that. Most people don't have savings and that can be absolutely detrimental to your business because you may need to draw upon your savings if some or all of your dog walking clients decide to work from home, pet sitting clients suddenly cancel their trips, or your dog training clients feel uncomfortable about having someone, you, in their home or going to your facility. So that's the first tip that I want to really encourage you to do starting today. The second thing is to review your client cancellation policy and to decide now how lenient you'll be if a client cancel is coronavirus related. This hit home for me because I was at my hair salon this week and 
This particular hair salon that I go to is very strict in terms of their cancellation policy. They have a non-refundable, non-negotiable 24-hour cancellation policy, and it's very clearly stated on their voicemail, and they have a placard on their counter that states it. However, this week I was there, and I noticed that they now have a sign on their counter which reads, we'd prefer that you be well when you come to our salon. If you need to cancel last minute due to being ill, no problem. Please just give us a call. We'd rather have you cancel than come in sick. This is absolutely new for the salon who was completely anti-canceling before, but they would rather have their people who are working there stay well. They'd rather protect their current customers than, you know, have to deal with fees <laughs> and charging people. So I really appreciated that. And in the same way that my normally really strict salon is being more lenient with customers canceling last minute, you may need to be lenient with your clients as well. Now, here's the thing. When I had my pet business, I had a very clear cancellation policy, and I had absolutely no qualms about enforcing it because a last-minute cancel impacted both my profit margin and my staff who had set aside their valuable time to care for that client. However, I also had a compassion policy. What does that mean? For me, it meant that if a client or a pet was suddenly ill, or they had a death in the family, or another act of God event that was out of their control, I didn't charge them, even if they called two minutes before we were due to arrive. Now, here's the thing. This compassion policy created a lot of goodwill between me and my clients, and it generated many referrals for my clients because they really appreciated me being flexible in their time of need. I believe that being kind is a good business practice, and I encourage you to you know, take that on as well in your own business. So the third tip that I want to give you today is to figure out an emergency plan with your clients now before you need it. So what if one of your pet sitting clients is away on business and comes down, God forbid, with the coronavirus and needs to be quarantined? I mean, that's dramatic, right? You don't necessarily need to discuss that particular scenario with your clients. It's a bit of a downer to say the least, but discussing a plan if your traveling client gets delayed, is going to help you both prepare for the worst should it happen. And an emergency can happen even if it's not the coronavirus. So this is a good conversation to have with all your clients. And every time you take on a new client from here on out, you want to ask questions like, if your client is delayed on their trip, do they have local friends or relatives who can take over the pet care? Or if you, as the pet sitter, have availability, are they willing to pay for service beyond their original return date? And are you willing to give them a discount if they ask for one, given a possible hardship due to an unexpected delay in returning? The fourth 
tip that I want to give you today is to decide upon an emergency plan for you and your business now before you need it. So what do I mean by that? What if you come down with a cold, flu, or the dreaded coronavirus? Who is going to care for your clients if you are unable to care for them? I encourage you to have conversations with your local pet care providers, your competitors, to see how, when, or if you can cover for each other should you need each other. This can be a great conversation to have and can really turn your competitors into trusted allies. Ask your staff if they can work extra hours should you or another pet care service need their additional help. Have your contracts and pay rates in place for additional work hours and or working for another pet care company. And what do I mean by that? You want to make sure that the referral pet care company will not take your clients long term should you need them to take your clients in the short term due to an illness or another emergency. The fifth tip is very obvious, but you know, it's something that a lot of us aren't used to. Wash your hands after anything that another human has touched, you know, after touching anything that another human has touched, you want to take care of yourself and your pet business by washing your hands a lot more than you usually do. And especially after opening or closing doors, petting animals and touching leashes or bowls, you want to think, has another human touched this? If so, I need to wash my hands. (laughs) So, not to be dramatic, but it is important and it will help you and it will help your clients too. So really, really important. So I want to wish you a wonderful day. I hope that, you know, nothing in your business gets affected, but I did want to give you these preparation tips in case something happens to your clients, to you in the future. It's really, really important to have an emergency preparation plan. So I wish you a wonderful week. I want to let you know that you can go to the show notes to find out more about me. You can find me on Instagram at PetBizCoach. I would love to see you on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. I'll include those links in the show notes. The show notes page is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 65. That's the number 65. Again, that's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 65. Have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to this. And I will connect with you next week. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.